1: hey guys welcome to another episode of positively me i hope you guys are all having the most amazing day and you're having an amazing week you're feeling good you're feeling positive you're feeling slay i am actually filming this podcast in my car today guys the construction at home is just ridiculous i mean i we've recorded it last week at home and i think there was a bit of drilling in the background but honestly there's like eight men in the house and it's It literally sounds crazy. There would be absolutely no way you'd be able to hear me. So, I have resulted to coming in the car to record. Also, my voice, I am a little bit ill. I think I actually said last week I was a bit ill, but I was ill for a couple of days last week when I recorded. And then I was okay for like two days and then I got ill again, but actually like a little bit worse this time. And um, it's been about four days now that I've had this illness. But it hasn't been like too bad. So we're hanging in there. But yeah, I literally got my microphone like in my freaking car right now, guys. And the men are like all like coming inside and then outside, so they can see me. So they're probably thinking, who is she talking to for that long? Anyway, I am having to charge my laptop while I do this from my car, so I have had to turn my car on. So hopefully the background noise isn't too much as well. But I basically posted a TikTok the other day, and I really, really loved creating the. It wasn't really a video. It's like you know the um swiping of the photos and you put text on them. Usually, it basically allowed me to really. flex on like all the things that I have gone through and things that have come up in my journey that I've had to deal with and things that I majorly used to struggle with and don't as much anymore and it really allowed me to reflect and I really really loved that trend and I think you guys also resonated with it really well and seeing your guys's comments on it saying how like you really needed to see this like you saying that has made me feel so much better about me feeling the same way and things like that and so I don't know it really inspired me to create this episode today and talk about some things that I used to majorly struggle with day to day and struggle a lot with that would really take over my life. How I've got to where I am now and not find them as much as a huge struggle and how I've gone about that and how I find them now and things like that. So I thought it'd be such a nice way and hopefully you guys can relate and get some advice or you literally just have a little listen. But yeah, it is also raining on my car right now. So hopefully that isn't too loud as well. <laughs> it's not the best setup, but we're doing what we can with what we have. And that's the main thing. The first thing I have always my whole entire life struggled with is sleeping alone and sleeping in an unideal Situations. I don't know if unideal is a word, but not ideal situations. When I was a little girl, I watched Chucky, and this sounds very, very crazy, but I genuinely have had trauma from Chucky, Chucky my whole entire life, and it sounds very silly. I know it, it's just the type of person I am. I get I'm very highly sensitive, and and like things like that really really bother me. And anyway, I would literally get nightmares about him every single day and every single night. And I think this happened when I was like six years old. And because of this, I'd literally have severe panic attacks every single night trying to fall asleep. My mum or dad slept with me up until I was genuinely like. 30 13, like I didn't have a sleepover in that time, and if I would try and have a sleepover, it would get to like 10 pm and I'd literally be crying my eyes out, having panic attacks, calling my mum to come telling telling her to come pick me up because I was so petrified. My whole life I've literally slept with someone in my bed. I mean, up until I was literally like 13, 14, I slept with my mum or my dad, and then when I got to like 14, I literally would have sleepovers with my friends every single night. Up until i was about 17 and then when i got to 17 i have been in a relationship with ben and we've lived with each other the whole time and so i'm now 19 and i literally haven't really had a period of my life where i haven't really slept with someone i mean i think when i was like 14 15 i didn't sleep with someone like consistently every single night but i had like a major best friend that we basically would live together pretty much every single night and if we weren't together i'm not gonna lie like it'd be my period of my life where i'd be like talking to boys and we'd like be on facetime all night or something sorry about the rain guys it's really loud and so i really haven't had a period of my life where i've kind of just had to like be alone so cut long story short i kind of like lost my anxiety about the chucky thing in my like teens maybe when you know like when i maybe was like 14 or something and then a couple of years ago i watched a film and a specific character on the film really 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 freaked me out and still does to this day definitely not as bad now but for about a year and a half I've literally like couldn't walk from my car to the door on my own I'd have to ring my mom to walk to the gate to let me in in the car because I'd be scared and I'd have to like check my whole car before I'd get in and like going to sleep was just terrifying logical brooke knew nothing was going to happen but obviously you can't control the anxiety and if your anxiety is is forcing you to believe that you are literally in danger and like you're gonna get like taken in the night by this creepy character and all night I just have like the scenes that creep me out the most of this guy just literally repeating and repeating and repeating over and over and over in my head and this is still very recent and like if I watched him again now like that would still happen so I have to be really sensible and like not watch scary films and like people don't take it seriously and like they'll wind me up and they'll say the person's name on the movie and they'll be like, ooh, and, like, I don't know, they'll say things in the movie of, like, what happened when he did it. And, like, I know they don't get it and they don't understand and like i know it seems silly and i need to get over it one day kind of thing but me getting over it is me being sensible and not putting myself in situations where i'm gonna be absolutely terrified and working my way up to that do you know what i mean it is hard when people try and make it into a joke when it it actually is very very draining like being so scared of something and feeling like that literally since i've been a little girl like it was chucky for like 10 years and then when it's not chucky it's been this character for the last And a half, or whatever, but not only that, but because I've not had to kind of sleep on my own, it has always been such a horrible thing like going to sleep on my own. I've always just had that comfort blanket of someone being with me, and so obviously I've just said like Ben live with me and he does now and we've been together for almost two years and he's pretty much slept with me every single night but then on the odd occasion when he'd like stay at his mum's or his dad's or he'd be on a night out and like I'd have to go to sleep when he's not back yet I would get severe anxiety of like not being able to fall asleep because I don't like being on my own and it's not just like me being dramatic like it's literally like panic attack like there's been a time when he's been out and I've literally had like a panic attack because I don't want Go sleep on my own, like I physically cannot do it, like it's such a stressful experience. And like, if he's at his dad's, like, I'll actually have anxiety for like days before knowing he's going because I'm so scared about going to sleep. And so we actually went through a period of our our relationship where I was terrified to do this, but I knew it was the right thing to do, and this is like, even though you can't control your anxiety, sometimes you have to do things that is gonna be hard and uncomfortable to get you to be where you want to be with it. I said to Ben, like, obviously, we've lived together for like like a year or whatever and i love that more than anything and i really don't want you to think that it's not that like it's not that i want to live on my own trust me i don't we basically agreed that we wouldn't live together for like three or four months just so i could kind of like get that independence again of like sleeping on my own and it not being this scary huge big deal because i didn't want to rely on bloody ben being there like i wanted to like go away on holiday and not it be a huge deal that's going to absolutely terrify me all of these things are actually really draining and you just kind of want to feel like quote unquote normal and so yeah I did that and it was horrible for the first three weeks i'd say like it was awful i'd literally be having like anxiety attacks every single night but what i did is kind of just made a bit of a nighttime routine so like every night i'd watch love island with my mom and then like i'd go up and like i don't know i just kind of ha- i don't really remember but i just kind of had like a set routine of what i do and i just was really there for myself and i really got myself in that headspace of like what i was doing for was for the right reasons and like as well i used to have to feel like i'd have to fall asleep with bed on facetime and i made sure i did not fall asleep with bed on facetime time and although you might think why like if that makes you feel better just like just do it but there's going to be occasions when like that isn't possible and like I don't want to get to those occasions without it being like my choice and then not knowing how to deal with it so I just went all out and did that and now honestly like if Ben's away like I'll literally just go to sleep and even if he can't FaceTime to even say good night or even if he doesn't message back saying good night like I used to literally not be able to fall asleep if he wouldn't say good night like all of these things I'll now just like I'll, I'll just go to sleep on my own honestly if anything it's quite nice having a nice little sleep on your own I mean you know some nights are harder than others but now like I don't even think about it and I feel so grateful for myself that I put myself through the hard times of like struggling and feeling anxious because now like it means I can have so many more anxious last night but anyway this whole podcast isn't about me sleeping on my own but also sleeping in not ideal situations so for example sleeping on a friend's sofa sleeping without earplugs sleeping without eye mask sleeping without getting enough sleep for the night so if i'm gonna get like four hours sleep five hours sleep sleeping with noise around me sleeping with light around me not being able to like brush my hair put on the pajamas i want and like do my lip balm like all these things i know it sounds so particular but i've always had sleep anxiety and all these things make such a huge difference to me and whilst i still don't feel 100 percent comfortable with those things i am now like so much freaking better i mean i stayed at my friends last week on her freaking sofa in her house and there was light shining through i had my eye mask and my earbuds luckily but honestly like i would have never have ever 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 have thought i'd be able to get to that point where i could do that that would have been a huge deal to me like last year or whatever and i just wouldn't have done it to be honest like i always think everything has to be perfect and now like even if few months ago if i'm not getting enough sleep i'd be getting so stressed out so 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 stressed out i'd be having literal anxiety attacks but i think now like i've got to the headspace it's like if i'm not gonna get enough sleep that's okay me getting stressed and anxious is gonna make it worse and actually i'm gonna be using more energy which defeats the whole point of getting anxious about not getting enough sleep Do you know what i mean like getting anxious about not getting enough sleep is not gonna make me get more sleep it's just gonna tire me out more and i've just kind of got to this headspace where like okay well if i'm tired tomorrow then that's okay like embrace the tiredness it doesn't mean anything bad about you like everything is always going to be okay like it's okay if you don't get enough sleep tonight you can get more sleep on another night and even if it's a really big event tomorrow like you're gonna pull through and it's always gonna be okay kind of vibe sometimes i will get more stressed i think the more tired i am the more anxious i get about it but I definitely have got myself to the point now where I've just kind of wrapped my head around it a little bit better and I do my best with that I think diff- every situation will be different but I think just really trying to be aware of how you're feeling in the moment and really trying to understand yourself and it, almost imagine you're like a mum looking after yourself like you're being like you're comforting yourself like it's gonna be okay like you won't even think about this next week and you can get more sleep another night um, tonight you just have to sleep with the amount you have, and you know, you're still resting, you're still getting sleep, like this kind of thing. You just have to kind of be there for yourself and reassure yourself. I don't know how relatable that would be for a lot of people. I don't really know that many people that deal with like what I've just talked about, but if you do, please know you're not alone, or if you struggle with something similar, it's completely understandable and okay. And you can get through this, please, like, just always try your best. And sometimes your best might look like not that big of a deal, but if you know you're trying your best, that is the main thing. Anyway, let's try and speed on a bit because I don't want to freaking be talking about every single one of these points for this long hours we'll literally be here for about eight hours guys next thing that i have worked on and got better at is embracing every version of myself i love this one because i think i've always had this thing in my head that i'm such an energetic positive bubbly person 100 of the time and like that's me deep down at the core and like it is that is me deep down at the core but i've always thought that I need to be showing that, I need to be living that and like being that person all the time. And although that might be great, quite honestly like that isn't me and I don't know if that is real. I mean to be honest, I I don't know. But the main thing that I do know is that I accept me just feeling a little bit low, me having energy dips, me not actually wanting to talk to people if I don't want to talk to people and understanding that that doesn't make me mean or rude or not fun or not positive. any of these things it just simply makes me human and come and see me an hour later and I'll be jumping off every wall singing and dancing and whatever else and like that is so cool but it's also so cool that if I want to just go chill out I want me time I want to just say that okay if I just have a bit of time on my own I don't want to actually be a people pleaser and hold all of the conversation because I'm worried the other person is going to feel awkward and they're not going to know what to say like if I just want to sit there and simply be and exist and I'm not feeling 110 percent energetic then that is okay and I'm so okay with that now and I and it's amazing and I've only kind of come to this in the last couple of months really and it feels so freeing to like understand that I'm still a good person and I'm still fun to be around and I'm still acceptable and I'm still amazing in every single form even when I'm sad even when I get anxious about things even when I get stressed about things that other people might not understand why I'm getting stressed about it's completely okay and I think that's pretty cool because before I used to get so mad at myself if I was tired I used to get so mad at myself if I wasn't feeling, feeling positive about something or if something wasn't going my way or whatever now I'm like that's okay i'm human and it's life and it doesn't make me a bad person and i think that's pretty cool you know accepting the highs and the lows is really freeing and i think without the highs you wouldn't have the lows without the lows you wouldn't have the highs and i wouldn't change that for the world another thing that happened guys and this is just me being completely open and honest because i feel like we all really need to do that basically the other day i went on a run and you know what it's like when you're wearing tight shorts and you're getting a little bit sweaty my intimate area was just feeling really irritated and it was just so uncomfortable. I spoke to my sister about this after my run and I noticed that she like seemed a little bit like awkward about it and it just really made me think about how a lot of people can get so uncomfortable talking about intimate health which is actually crazy considering we all have a vulva and we all can sometimes experience intimate area irritations. It actually makes me really sad that we've been brought up to think that talking about normal bodily functions is such a taboo topic Here's some girl-to-girl advice. If you've struggled with an intimate area irritation and you've not known where to look or ask for advice, I would highly, highly suggest the Can of School Soothing Cream Gel. I genuinely wish I found this product earlier because, guys, it is just awesome brilliant. All you need is just a quick application and it gives you such a soothing sensation on your intimate area. I think it's like 5 99 and you can get it from Boots, Tesco, Superdrug, Amazon, Morrisons, like it's so easy to get your hands on. You can get it in most places, most supermarkets and stuff. But yeah, why don't we make it our mission to make an effort to really work on opening up about our intimate health because I can bet there'll be someone else in the room who has experienced the same thing as you and it will probably...
0: That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
1: Thank you to Canna Soothing Cream Gel for sponsoring this last section of my podcast and urging more people to have these types of conversations because it really, really is such an important topic for women to feel comfortable talking about next up and a big one you guys obviously already know i've worked on my relationship with food and i'm in such a better position with it now like i truly truly just eat what i want when i want and oh god guys like it just feels so good and also like it's great if like if i can't be bothered to like eat in the morning or something like i'm not freaking restricting now and that feels amazing like i'm not thinking yes i'm saving calories or whatever like like okay this is what i'm trying to say for example at the minute we're having the kitchen redone and you literally can not go down there. Everything is covered in dust sheets and so most days we're Like, we're all going out at, like, 12 p.m. for lunch, right? And usually I'd be like, yes, like, I have no excuse but to eat later. That means I'm saving breakfast calories, right? Like, or whatever. And I'd think, like, this is good. Like, the later I start eating, the better or whatever. My ED thoughts would have gone crazy. Now I don't think like that. Now I don't even think like that for one second and it feels so great. Like, I'm just thinking, like, oh, I can't wait for my lunch out. Or, like, depending on how hungry I am, I'll eat as much as I want. And, like, that just feels so nice. Those ED thoughts are just genuinely becoming so much more quieter and quieter and then on a day if i want to eat like a salad for lunch Greek yogurt for breakfast, I don't know why I said it in that order, and then like, I don't know, veg and meat for dinner. I'm not thinking like, yes, I've done so good today. I haven't eaten much fatty foods, I haven't eaten carbs, I haven't eaten da 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 da. I don't think like that anymore. I just think today that's what I wanted to eat and that is perfect. And then if the day after I want to eat McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and like freaking tubs of ice cream in between, I'm not thinking, oh, really, like, you know I've really been really bad today like I need to restrict tomorrow like I can't believe I've eaten all that shit like those thoughts are just so much quieter now like they're just not there I just accept it like I'm like that is what I want to eat and that is cool like I don't even think about it every day is different and I think that's so cool about this journey like I can just eat what I want when I want and that'd be okay next thing I've worked on that I've got a lot better at is dealing with my OCD and I don't know how many of you guys know that I have OCD And it's definitely not something I talk about And I think it's also something I don't know a lot on I I know I have it and I understand what I have it about, but I don't really understand it or anything And I think that's why I don't really want to talk about it Not no, I don't want to not talk about it, but that's why I don't really talk about it But yeah, I I have ocd in a lot of aspects of my life I used to have it majorly with food Especially when I started to increase how much I was eating because I had a certain amount of calories I used to feel like I needed to be having quote-unquote the perfect food that would be perfect for me to make the most of those calories kind of thing I couldn't just be like oh I've got 600 calories left let's just eat anything it would be well I've I've got 600 calories left let's make sure I'm making the right decisions with that 600 calories kind of thing the decision making for that would be wild and that's where my OCD was the worst i'd say i'd literally have like five chocolate bars like out in front of me and i would spend genuinely two hours going crazy obsessively deciding what's right and what's wrong and making my mum like say the correct thing to me and if she'd say one word wrong i would literally rip out my hair and gorge out my eyeballs and like that isn't even a exaggeration like yeah it's a very crazy time in my life that I feel like my brain has very much blocked a lot out of that I don't kind of revisit a lot of the decision making was very traumatic because of my OCD and I had OCD about what my mum was saying to me or whoever was around me what my dad was saying to me what my friend was saying to me what my I mean I still have it sometimes with Ben now not about food um usually about sleep Or a situation, like an argument or something with Ben. And I still have it day to day, actually. I've just realised, like, you know, if I feel like someone's not listening to me, I'll repeat the exact thing to make sure that they're really getting it. And I'll keep saying it over and over and over i'll keep repeating myself if i'm feel something about something i'll repeat it over and over and over obviously that's so much lower of a level of like what i used to deal with and i'm so grateful for that but i will obsessively want someone to understand me and almost like regurgitate that and like tell me what i need to hear even though i wouldn't have told them what i need to hear and they need to almost know what i want to hear on their own And then if they don't, I go crazy. Like, well, no, I used to go crazy. And honestly, that was the most draining thing of my whole life. And I think the OCD came hand in hand with anxiety. The first thing that helped me with my OCD with food was going all in. Because I didn't have to worry about the decision making. I could eat what I want when I want. Had full permission to go crazy. I didn't have to decide out of two things. I didn't have to decide within a calorie range. I would eat freaking a Chinese, a Domino's, a McDonald's. Like, I would have all three dinners if that's what I wanted. And I'd eat everything single last crumb of it i wouldn't be like oh no i can only choose one and i have to have this much calories of this like i could just have all of it whenever i wanted like that was great that helped a lot with my OCD and the decision making what has helped a lot with my OCD with talking to like say if I've had an argument with Ben and I really want him to understand my point of view and he's not getting it and I keep repeating myself and then I start going crazy and crazier because he's not saying what I want him to say or he's not understanding it can be very hard when you're in the moment because it just keeps getting wilder and wilder and it seems like it's never ending and it's not going to get any better but me sitting here as me that's not going through that right in this second I can say that sometimes what I do is I'll really really just try and sit there and although I will literally like sometimes my OCD will cause me not being able to like get out words really and I won't be able to move a muscle I'll be so clenched up I'll literally like have my fists like scrunched up and like my body will be like fully tense and I literally won't be able to move a muscle I think i um, when I used to have therapy she used to say like when you're in like fight or flight mode There's like loads of different um, reactions and one of them is freeze and mine would be freeze and I'd literally just be like, literally I can't do anything and I still get that sometimes. But then if I come out of that freeze, I'll be so het up that often I used to, like I remember these are some things I've done, like I've thrown my food across the floor, I have broken a plate, I've kicked a bin, I've thrown a chair at the wall, I have snapped a lamp like away from its plug i've ripped out my hair i've like dug my fingers into myself and it's that uh, it i makes you feel crazy actually saying that all out loud i think i don't really speak about it that much and i definitely haven't spoken about this on social media at least for a very long time and i think like i don't want that to represent me now because that isn't me but I'm also like getting my head around the fact that that's okay that that has been me and that you know that girl's still in there somewhere and like you know I still have my moments I just deal with it better now. I mean the last time I've kind of actually gone crazy like that and like ripped something out or broken something or whatever has been two years now. Like two years like slay like that is freaking epic girl queen. But yeah sorry back to the point. What has helped me is having a moment with myself when I'm in that moment and I'm like I am literally going to be okay in an hour. Like I'm gonna look back at this. I know what I was doing was irrational. What I was thinking is irrational. You don't need to have the justification or the reassurance from anybody else. The reassurance from yourself is enough. Like you telling yourself that it's okay because da 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 da, or you understand yourself because da 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 da, is enough reassurance. You don't need to hear it from somebody else for it to be real. For it to be true. Like you having the thoughts you telling yourself on your own is more than enough and you can do this you're going to get through it you're strong enough to deal with this on your own you don't need to hear it from someone else like you've got this kind of thing and like having that mindset and i think early days that can be hard when you're first going through it but now i think the last time i went through this a couple of weeks ago when me and ben were kind of having a little bit of a moment i was all frozen up and i really really had to dig deep dig really really deep and really really just be strong be really strong and come out of it it was so hard but i just was honest with myself and i reminded myself that i'm strong enough to do this on my own ben doesn't have to do anything like you've got this what you're saying is understandable and it's okay but you don't need to have that understanding or reassurance from ben you've got it from yourself and that's okay and i always don't like as well like coming straight out of it like it makes me feel really weird it makes me feel like i was like faking it or something but i was like Ben's not gonna think that, like, you're absolutely fine, just come out of it, it's not embarrassing, like, that kind of thing. And I think the more experience you have with it, the more you'll start to get stronger with your thoughts and your mind, and the more growth you have, the more you'll be able to get to that point. I just also wanna say, during that period of my life, when I used to get really, really crazy, um, especially, like, with my mum and, like, food situations, I would scream and I'd shout and because I'd be breaking things and I'd be a bit angry and because I'd have to make decisions about food every single day, all day because I couldn't get away from food because you have to eat every day because it's just what we do as humans and I couldn't get away from that. There was no avoiding it. So I would literally be having these crazy OCD, anxiety, explosive episodes multiple times a day and it would be very emotionally draining but because I'd be having them multiple times a day, it almost like was my personality to be like that pretty much 70 or 80 percent of the time and if i wasn't having it i was recovering from how emotionally drained i was and how tired i was mentally and emotionally from that i just want to say oh my god it's making me really emotional I'm just so proud of myself. Like, I can't believe I've gone through that and like I'm, I'm where I am now, like it's, it's crazy. But yeah, I just wanna say like if you have any moments like that, if you have anything like that that's even on a 2% scale of that, like it doesn't have to be crazy extravagant, but if you ever feel like you're crazy or you ever feel like you're a bad person, you're not a bad person, you're just sick. Like it's really important to know like you're poorly, like you're ill. You know, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not a bad person, you're not mean, you're not cruel, you're not crazy, you're not bad. You're just not okay yet and that's okay. You're, you're just a bit poorly and like take some time, keep working at it. No one thinks you're a bad person. You're struggling, okay? You're struggling, you're not a bad person. Okay, the next thing I've worked on and got a lot better at is I'm no longer freaking afraid to cut people off and that sounds so freaking sick to say guys i genuinely 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 would have never have thought i would have got to the point where i'd be like yeah i'll freaking cut them off whatever that does make me sound quite cutthroat and trust me i'm not a cutthroat gal i am not a cutthroat gal i would not do anything in a mean way i would not be malicious i'd not be rude i'd not do anything but i would simply distance myself avoid situations with that person whatever i no longer I'm friends with people or at least good friends and make an effort with people that don't make me feel like a freaking bass-ass bitch like I'm not making time for people anymore that aren't doing the same for me. I'm not having to feel on edge around people anymore. I am going to be my full, true, authentic self. I'm going to say what I think, when I think it, what I think, how I feel. And if someone's disrespecting me, if someone's making me feel uncomfy, if someone's making me feel like I can't be my full self, if I'm feeling judged, I'm not trying to impress them. I'm not trying to prove myself. I'm not trying to keep them around i'm not holding on to the good times i've had with them because if it's 50 percent good and 50 percent of the time i'm feeling judged and not myself and on edge it's not worth it like honestly i've done a period of my life like 10 months where i literally had not one friend and that felt super super lonely but i now realize i was alone i was in my own company but i was not lonely i was not lonely i was better off i was better off on my own with no friends than with people that don't make me feel like the best version of myself and make me feel uplifted and great i'm not doing it anymore like i have no friends over people that are negative energy any day and i'm not afraid to say oh not even negative energy people don't have to be negative energy to cut them off Do you know what there's been two or three friends in the last year that I've actually cut off. And I actually feel like a bit mean saying that on here because I feel like, you know, I can't really explain the situation because that wouldn't really be right of me to do so. But I have simply had to cut people off just because I don't feel like I have simply the best time with them. And that doesn't mean they're not fun. That doesn't mean they're not nice. That doesn't mean they're not cool. That just means they're not my person. And that that just means me and that person don't thrive together like how I know I do with other people. And that's not me like comparing them. And I think the people that maybe I have kind of like distanced myself from are still super cool. And they're still really fun. And I love what they do. I love the way they are. But if me and them just aren't vibing, it feels a little bit forced, it feels a little bit like, eh, like, you know, you you know, when like, you have that with someone, where you just feel like you could just be you, and you're vibing, and you're thriving, and you're slaying, and then you have other friends where it feels a little bit forced it feels a little bit awkward it feels a little bit like i don't know you don't feel your full like slaying self you know and sometimes that can be harder when people aren't actually mean and stuff and they're genuinely like a good person and whatever but if they're not your vibe they're not your vibe and you don't have to surround yourself with people that aren't your vibe just because they're nice people Do you know what I mean? You're worthy of having people that are literally going to make you feel like your full self, that are going to make you feel great, like slaying, like all these things. I Just freaking like, you know, distance yourself. If you feel like you've got those people in your life, like it might be hard to kind of go from having loads of people in your life to no people in your life. But I would genuinely say you're better off without toxic people in your life or people that aren't making you feel your best, basically. And go looking for other people. There's there's so many people out there. Go on Facebook groups. Go on Bumblebee of F. Go on social media. Go to um, yoga class. Go to book club. Go to gym and meet people like you never know you might meet people in a new um work environment like there's so many ways and you know there'll be someone out there that'll make you feel way better than 10 toxic friends around you okay do you know what i have still not even got to the halfway point but I am genuinely going to leave it there just because I feel like I will genuinely be going on for like an hour and a half (laughs) and I don't want the episode to be too long so I am going to leave it there keep it nice and short and sweet and there are some things I have worked on and got better at and feel more confident about and feeling my best self because of it I hope this has inspired you I'll come back with a part two because I do have more Things to talk about i hope it's motivated you i hope it's helped you i hope it's made you feel good i hope it's made you feel a bit lighter i hope some of you have related and yeah basically that is all i love you all so much black friday sale on gymshark is coming up on the 16th of november so in two days and you can use code P to get extra money off and I uh, send me a screenshot of your order with my code and i'll send you something in medium large or extra large brand new tags from gymshark because i just really love you all and i want to support you guys back um it means the world to me when you guys use my codes like it really really does i cannot put it into words i'm just so grateful for you all and i'm so lucky and give this podcast a five star review if you are enjoying my episodes i love you all so much and i shall see you next week for another episode have the best week ever i love you bye guys
0: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh